0: in Montana. News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. The Montana Supreme Court has ruled in favor of a man who said he was making a citizen's arrest when he blocked a Helena street with his truck and trailer to stop a motorcyclist who was leading police on a high-speed chase. Wednesday's 4-3 decision overturns Ronald Parson's misdemeanor, negligent endangerment, and reckless driving convictions, and orders a new trial. Parsons' roadblock in March of 2016 resulted in the motorcyclist crashing when he tried to drive on the curb. Police said he acted with disregard for public safety when they charged Parsons with the misdemeanor offenses. The opinion, written by Justice Dirk Sandifer, said the trial judge wrongly prevented Parsons from arguing that he acted in accordance with Montana's citizens' arrest law that allows a private person to, quote, use reasonable force to detain the arrested person. The municipal court denied the use of that defense, saying the statute only provides immunity from civil liability, not criminal. According to the Montana Law Review, quote, the city presents a series of seemingly scattered arguments to demonstrate that the statute is not relevant. However, there is no law to support Helena's assertion that the arrest by a private person statute only provides civil immunity. It is neither stated in the statute nor is it a principle of common law. The decision reverses the convictions, orders a new trial, and orders that Parsons be allowed to use the citizen's arrest law as a defense, officials in Yellowstone County say a snowed in, injured rancher in Montana was rescued by a neighbor with a tractor after snow on the roads prevented emergency vehicles from reaching him. Sheriff Mike Linder said the man was injured Wednesday near Broadview. Rancher Justin Downs rescued him. Details on the man's injuries were limited, but Linder said he believed the man may have been, quote, sent airborne by some livestock. Part of the roof at a Montana State University building in Bozeman has collapsed. The university says the collapse occurred at about 2.20 Thursday morning at a fitness center used by students. There was no fire, but broken heating pipes were releasing steam. There were no injuries. The fitness center has been closed. The cause of the collapse is under investigation, but snow buildup may be a factor. Between 1 and 2 million large animals are hit by vehicles every year in the United States in accidents that kill 200 people and cost nearly $8.4 billion in damages. That's according to the Federal Highway Administration. Now, state officials in Oregon are tracking the carnage and allowing residents there to salvage the carcasses to reduce the number of vehicle animal collisions and feed hungry people. Idaho state officials use the information to identify animal migration patterns, feeding areas, and dangerous stretches of road. Their goal is to protect animals, but also people and vehicles, according to the Idaho Fish and Game Wildlife Program Coordinator, Greg Servheen. Since legalized roadkill salvaging began in 2012, Idaho has used the data to build fencing, put up warning signs, Install wildlife underpass tunnels and wildlife overpasses to protect deer, elk, and other animals. In the first two months of the year, Idaho residents salvaged more than 300 animals, adding to the more than 5,000 retrieved since 2016. Idaho's law is the basis of similar laws in Oregon and Washington. California had a program as well. But state officials in Sacramento shut it down in 2011, saying they feared people would hit animals on purpose. California's policy may change, however. State lawmakers are now considering new legislation that would legalize roadkill salvaging. In 2013, the Montana legislature passed House Bill 247, sponsored by Representative Steve Lavin of Kalispell, It authorized Fish, Wildlife, and Parks to establish a permit system. Representative Lavin was also a major at the time with the Montana Highway Patrol. According to the FWP, once you remove a carcass from the road, you have 24 hours to apply for in person or online and get a salvage permit. They are free. Game wardens or Highway Patrol officers called to an accident scene can issue one or you can go online and print one out. It has to be printed out. Showing the permit on a cell phone or other mobile device doesn't qualify. Speaking of cell phones, the National Association of Counties has launched a mobile app geared to getting accurate information on weak internet coverage areas. The app is called Test IT. It was developed to quote, identify areas with low connectivity to help ensure adequate funding for broadband infrastructure, according to the National Association of Counties. App users can test their broadband speeds and compare their Internet speeds to the national average and to minimum standards established by the Federal Communications Commission. Quote, The decisions made in D.C. are largely based on FCC broadband coverage maps, in which much of the U.S. are very inaccurate. Montana is one of the areas in which broadband coverage is greatly overstated. That's according to Cascade County Commissioner Joe Briggs. He continues, the only way to raise ourselves in the priority for broadband coverage is to correct the coverage maps. In recent years, Montana Senators John Tester and Steve Daines have been pushing for greater broadband coverage and resources in Montana. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.